0: G'day Balls to the Walls, it's Jack Sutton aka Minnie Hawker, and in this podcast we're going to go over the restricted free agents, uh, some rumours that have been going round, it's been a good start for McRae owners, shit start for Dunkley owners and we'll itch, itch and scratchy a bit later, tune in, let's go.
1: It's brought to you by Ponyfish Islanders because he's got his nose so far up your business it's hard to know where he ends and you begin, here comes Ponyfish Islanders with all the trade news.
2: Well, stars. I've been down in Margaret River on the on the Bruce, on the Bongs. Come back, trying to feel relaxed, and then Lucas, good like, to have you back. I hear that you left early, just for this uh, yep. podcast. Yep, got out, You've left. got out pre, got out pre-lockdown because I knew that if I didn't get back into Perth, we weren't going to get the job done.
3: Oh, so you left the wife and dog
2: down? Oh, uh, yep, she's down, south. she's down. Yep, she's down there. Um, she's probably having yeah. the best time of her life.
3: And Jimmy too, having the best time of his life. Just, just him and mum, and that's all he wants.
2: Yep, living the dream. Uh,
3: but you're back here looking at fantasy, so welcome back. Yep, no, it's great. Uh, I wish I could say it's great to be back. Look, another, another week oh, of this okay. nightmare. We'll get to white. Great for you to be back. It's okay, buddy.
2: Sorry, stars. Should we get into the first round, first game?
3: Let's get into this game, because I love fantasy so much. I just love fantasy. Oh,
2: it's great. What, what I a just game.
3: Love Player come back and then two players go out. It's just fantastic.
2: Look, it's good to have a rotating door policy. I had no that's, choice. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what we need. It's about giving guys the right rest. And speaking of the right rests, so first we'll have a look at your back line. Um, Nick Haynes, hamstring, nine points. So he got a point for every percentage time yes, on ground. So
3: does he get underneath? I mean, I know rounding can be a bit of a bitch sometimes for some teams.
2: Uh surely bloody so surely that would be, be that, right. that. Yeah, no, nah, hopefully that gets right. Nine percent. So going into the rest of the defence, Mills averaging a hundred and one. Scrimshaw probably needs to lift a little bit, but remember one of his his average of sixty eight does take into account an injury. Ah uh, sorry, a injury sub game, so yeah, look, the rest of that midfield Liam Duggan off the defence. Sorry, Lamb Duggan averaging ninety six. If you don't mind, dropped first pick um one hundred and forty eight last week. Running out, going into the midfield. So I heard this week Ben Cunnington's supposedly the best, considered the best midfielder at North Melbourne. Uh, great for you to have him in your team. Probably not good for North Melbourne if that, if no, that's
3: it's not hard to be the best midfielder, there is it.
2: No, that's right. He's a warm body. <laughs> um. Tim Taranto tonight, 104, and he got that against you know, arguably the best midfield in the comp. So it, I, I felt a bit for him because watching the game, he honestly looked like the only bloke that was putting a bolt in.
3: Uh,
2: no one else um, was to touch it. Um, rest of that midfield, oh, Sam Walsh averaging 102, if you don't mind. Brandon Ellis, 110, coming off the back of 120, was it, and 109. And he surprised me. And he's looking like a defender DPP. So the last two games he's played in the back pocket, that'll be a very, very handy inclusion. I'd
3: rather him get defender status, because if he gets forward status, he'll get injured.
2: My team. Well, we know we know what happens. In fact, we'll get to what happens if you're forward. So Tim English, first round, got his post-DPPs, chucked into your forward line, and Aaron Norton chucks a knee into his face.
3: Uh, English got pushed in the back beforehand, but no one saw that, so... Should well, be 51 points. I might adjust that for him.
2: Yeah, and English doesn't like poor bastard. It's a very defined jawline, and he had a knee driven straight through it. With any luck, it's just the yeah, really concussion, it's... and then there's no break. No break, I should say. Um, Isaac Smith. Fuck, Isaac Smith's averaging 92. And the big man, Isaac Heaney, is back. What does that do for your forward line?
3: He'll probably get hurt again.
2: That gives you someone as an F5. That's the first thing. <laughs>
3: Means I can fuck off Josh Bruce off my field. Thank God for yeah. that. That was
2: oh, running good. the gauntlet that's there. Not one you'll, He's 57. He's not one you'll lose. So what do we got on the other side?
3: Uh, Mocha. So a uh, huge win last week. And I think if, underestimate Mocha at your peril. Uh, yep. The great man shows that he can score. His team can be up and down, but when it's up, it's it's right up there with the best. Um, Pumps out have, good scores. a Dale the 77 kicked two goals late, I believe, on the second half. So effort yes, there off the waiver of wire. Forward defender, very handy.
2: Cream um, rises to the top.
3: Yeah, players like Markov. He he's who would have thought he's a good player.
2: It's the moustache. Everyone knows it. Mullet or boot. a moustache.
3: Yep. And Stephen May is a big inclusion. Again, coming back from injury quite early. I I thought he was out for a few more weeks. So, nice defence there.
2: He was always pasted a little bit for being soft, but that, I mean, the whack that he coughed and the fact that he's come back, they obviously want to take it up to the Tigers.
3: Now, he doesn't quite have the the A grade. Well, I mean, Gaff's an A plus fancy player, but you look at the other players, you wouldn't think of it, but. David Mundy is going at 98 with a huge score last week.
2: What's he going to do against North this week?
3: Fuck, Mundy is such a good player. Such yep. a good player. Um, probably best player for Frio, uh,
2: AFL wise It'd be very close with him and Pav, but I think, I mean, Mundy's going straight to the Hall of Fame if if he gets the recognition that he deserves.
3: Yep. Um, ben Keyes has just been scoring points. Ed Cuno I just scored
2: points constantly.
3: Uh, Lacoste, Flora, and Zach Jones can put in the stinker, so we'll see what happens there.
2: Ruck-Pig. Yeah, it's interesting. Lacoste playing in the midfield. Obviously, he did the big trade this week, but Rocky probably would have been handy, but I think it was a good trade. So. Uh,
3: yeah, good trade, because who knows if Rocky will he play again? We don't know. Um, Grundy, Pig against no one in Anzac Day clash. He'll love that. <laughs> oh. uh, Norton. Norton pumped out a lovely uh Dennis 84 uh, Herd, darling in Oscar Ellis. he's got 12 forwards hopefully it doesn't rain he's all good uh, Darcy uh person's not named though so some wow. changes there
2: what does Stuart do actually know how to coach um like Cameron no he's got oh, he's got devin Robertson that he picked up as a forward there so he's got I oh, am Top Marshall, so he's got a couple of forward options. Logan McDonald's yep. not playing. Yep. Got- I mean, options. I'd lean towards old Devo, but who knows? I've got no fucking idea. Um, Look, going with the projections, uh, I mean, you're second on the ladder for a reason, so I'm going to go with you, Stars. No, it says for second on the live ladder.
3: It's
2: not a live ladder here. <laughs> okay, well, so, sorry, buddy. First on the ladder for a reason. Uh Premiership favourite, I guess. Yep, why not? Go for it. <laughs> Moving over to the next game. Uh, oh, fuck. It's the just... It's, all, the, all the home teams on this seem to just be riddled with injuries. So you have no forward line or a bench. Well, and now be we okay. go to fighters. Uh
3: Versus disposable heroes. Let's see. So two wins... Three losses for the Vipers, probably ahead of the game for what we thought for him.
2: Oh, look, yep. Um, Michael Hibber was a handy waiver wire pickup in defence. I like that. He scored 74 last week, and you should score around that if he plays. Tom Dode has probably been, you know, not quite up to the Whitfield standard that you'd expect, but he scored more points than Lockie, I guess, so that's a fair trade. Um Jason Johannesson's 54 tonight. I just think that's what you can expect from him now. That
3: was, that was overs. He looked terrible.
2: He's, I don't know. That he, he's best 22 because they obviously, I don't know, they must have some injuries somewhere. Uh, Darcy Moore, does he play forward or in defence? Because it's a massive difference for his scoring.
3: Um, I don't think it matters. Bucks buck's going to be sacked in the next few weeks.
2: should be. He should retire. And then SPS has been probably a bit up and down, inconsistent, but a solid D5. Going into the midfield, no DPP for Seb Ross, which was all the talk pre-season. Instead, you've got a guy averaging 72 who's a crab. Uh, But he did get the DPP in Tui, so that was pretty handy. He's averaging 73. Rolling through the rest of that midfield, solid without any probably massive scorers. Patrick Cripps is probably the guy that can go Hollywood, but the man that's having a resurgence, Tom Liberatore, mm. twenty-eight years old, obviously a history uh, a history of injuries as long as right. the tattoos on his on his arm.
3: Who who dropped him to the waiver wire?
2: I, that was me. Yeah. Oh, not waiver. I dropped him to the redraft draft. Um, but hey, bad call, and just one of many this season. And then Callum right. Callum Ward's fifty-six was probably a bit putrid. Um. Forward line, Josh Dunkley. Bit of a bittersweet pill there. 100 massive score, but... It's looking
3: good early on, and it's just fucked everyone and It's fucked Vipers in draft, it's fucked everyone else in classic.
2: I don't have him in classic, couldn't afford him. Um, but yeah, 100 points tonight. That's great for tonight's game, but yeah, that just adds to the poor bastards' injury lineup. Like, if Dunstan doesn't play, he's got no bench.
0: Mm.
2: So
3: that yeah, that's that stinks. Moving on. Um, other side, disposables. So he got here? So Daniel Rich, Harwick, Burton, Sinclair, and Caulfield, I think they all should play, all solid. Um they one of them one of them will go big this week. I know mean, one of them generally goes big over a hundred. Uh Caulfield had a good game last week, but the ball was in defence a lot. Uh, midfield one one fifteen just warming up into the season. Very nice. And we did have question marks over how he goes in the Western Bulldogs side, but
2: supposedly he can't kick.
3: Yeah, apparently he's not a good kick, so uh,
2: Yeah, I mean, the, I, I I don't know about you, but I saw that goal that he kicked streaming from 50 out. It's
3: supposedly pretty- he, he can't handle having his wife um, different state as well. Oh,
2: uh, okay, yeah.
3: Supposedly well, the other players, the other uh, you know, they, don't like him, they don't like him at all. So,
2: um, well, I want you to know disposables. I like him, and if you want him to send him my way, happy to happy to oblige. Um, but hundred plays in
3: the leisure group. Scott Pendlebury, ninety five average. Just again year after year.
2: What's he going to do on Anzac Day too? Loves a big game, surely.
3: Ah, uh, yeah, will go very well. Um, Simkin, Brayshaw, Fife, handy players. Ollie Wines has been good. So, Fife and Josh battle midfield forward. Wowee, so someone this. offer He's him some midfielders.
2: Before. He's had this before, hasn't he? But He's at the end of the uh, day, the gypsies. Yeah. How many if, forwards? If they're playing in the midfield, then they're scoring like midfielders anyway. So, what does it fucking matter? You've got the. I don't know. I think if they've got DPP, but they're getting some midfield minutes, the sweep... They
3: will score like midfielders. Not sure how battle is a midfielder. Um, he's a forward defence, but anyway. back scoring. Had, had a bad okay. first game, and has just come back and shown us why we should have him in classic. Uh, forward <laughs> line. Got a few little fill-ins here. So Rory Lobby picked up off the waiver of a wire recently, 53 next week, but should be better for the long run. Uh, Lambert, Rosie. Is Rosie in? <laughs>
2: Uh not sure yet, but he did play last week post that Corky, so I'm imagining that he'll get up. Yeah. Rumor is Marshall will play as well.
3: Yeah, okay. So there, there you go. Um, Tom Green, emergency for 40, so you're not going to loop that in. But apart from that, we've got a, uh, looking at the projections, pretty low-scoring
2: game. It looks pretty high-scoring to me, considering... What I've seen other coaches pump out recently.
3: Yeah, who do you have for this one?
2: Uh, I'm going Vipers. Points on the board. Uh, next week he'll struggle, but a couple of big 100s this week. I, th- I think he's just ahead in the in the in the betting market.
3: Okay, interesting. I'm going disposals here. I, mean, I you have one player, a- you've had one player scoring 115, and you're. He's doing all right.
2: Yeah, I yeah, no no, it's good good on uh, both rounds. I mean I think it I think it'll be as close as the projections have it, put it that way. Call call. Yeah, that's right. I'll sit down the fence. Too too close to call. <laughs> Thanks, Moving Paul over Cole. to the next game. Wow. This is a couple of heavyweights. Um dazed confused. Versus last year's grand finalist, Slippery Gypsies.
3: On a scale of one to Mirka, how pissed off is
2: Dazed and Confused? Uh, yeah, oh, I reckon, let's be it? honest, he's been, he's been robbed of a couple of Ws. Um, but... I, just bet, bet better teams have won. I think he's a pretty... Look, Dazed and Confused is a calm, cool, collected customer. Does not get flustered by that kind of guff. Yeah, he, on the inside, he
3: is burning.
2: Nah, he's in it for September.
3: Okay, better win a game
2: soon. Tell me about it. Hmm. So, Caleb Daniel, 55. That's, that's a fairly average score from him. Oh, I doubt
3: Better than his last score.
2: Yeah, that's true. 55 Double. points. Um, but then on the flip side, Isaac Cummings, 102, is pretty fucking good. <laughs> Christian Salem, I'm expecting to score pretty well after signing a fairly hefty contract extension. Brad Shepherd, I'm assuming, um, has been to the chaplain at West Coast and thanked God for a good performance this week, so I'm backing him in. Basically, for the 'cause they're shit. Mm. Uh going into that midfield bond. If he doesn't win a Brownlow in the next this season or the next season, I I don't know who will.
3: And he can't even uh, win the right Star Wars, so
2: Who did he lose to again? Lewis Taylor. Dad called Bob. <laughs> uh, Zach Merritt coming up against the Collingwood fucking Crab Pies. He's going to, that's a 130. Uh, Clayton Oliver coming up against Richmond who give up points to so the midfielders. That's a 120. Uh, pretty f- flat from Lockie Hunter, but as a mid forward, 74 is a pretty impressive score. Then Billings, so Rumor is Billings had a pretty nasty ankle injury last week, which is why he was a bit flat. Uh, Brad Hill doesn't have the same excuse. So he should bounce back. But, boke Vining, that's a strong midfield. Be interested to see how Toby Nate Curvis goes this week against Gordon. What, what do you reckon? Um,
3: he pumped out a huge score last week, didn't he?
2: <clears throat> he's had a couple of hundreds.
3: He's always Gord. good. He's, he's got a nice floor, so it won't put
2: out an absolute horror score.
3: Uh, there's no one else to take points off him in the ruck. He's the solo rock, really, isn't he?
2: Yeah, good point. And he, and he does like to tackle. He's got a good ground ball game.
3: Well, I think he's a safe he's gonna, high set. going to take the Bickies there, but you know, Nank's going to be minimum 70. to.
2: And he'll go, he'll go to every contest. Exactly. I'll tell you what, um, Lockie Schultz in the forward line, uh, other than he's seven, he'd be averaging sort of well over 80 as a forward. So that's a pretty handy inclusion if he sort of can get back to his form, especially against North Melbourne. Dustin Martin, a bit of a down couple of weeks by Dusty standards, but I'm expecting him to get up for the big game against Melbourne. And then the rest of that forward line, Brander and is pretty bloody solid, but the big inclusion, Jeremy Hamstring Cameron.
3: He's finally back.
2: Yep, and I think he's going to love this game style. Uh, it's just whether or not West Coast can keep him down, but no, nah, I'm expecting Cameron for, for a big game. The bench is still looking pretty solid. Thankfully, he didn't emergency Riccardi. (laughs) But, yeah, Bergman Bergman is emergency. Jack Nelson is an emergency defender. I I really rate Nelson, so that's bloody handy. And then Siglar is the emergency right. Probably got him as a forward there. So, no, looking good. Great team.
3: Um, Slipper Gypsy is looking at defence. There's only one
2: person that I'm keen on, and
3: that's CJ. He's back after last
2: Absolutely. Playing State the broken. No. Nah. Still a nah, higher right.
3: two first rounders or three? Uh,
2: just not, maybe two if they're good to a good two first rounders.
3: Zach Smith. If it's, of,
2: if it's my first rounder, I take it.
3: Zach Smith for CJ. Seems fair. Yeah, good. I thought so. Um Petrarca is just probably becoming one of the uh, best midfielders in the game.
2: Have oh. you heard him have you heard him be compared to Dustin Martin?
3: Yes, yep. <laughs> and Dugowie and everyone else, that is really good. A. Smith, 59, not really getting that midfield rotations, but Dunkley out potentially for a fair while. Uh, expect the mullet to come back in.
2: Yep, agreed. Uh,
3: Zach Bailey. What's on Zach Bailey there, mate?
2: Uh, uh, there's a reason I dropped him last season, and if Slip drops him, you can guarantee he'll bounce back to form.
3: O'Meara uh, Parish and Edwards to come scrambling for rucks with Hickey out uh, Who actually lost wits is out uh, So he's got Callum Sinclair which is a nice pickup really I mean Yeah,
2: yeah. I like it really really good pickup. It's, not who get... it's not the handcuff you want
3: though No, you want the whole you want the full handcuff um, yeah. in the forward line direct Taylor Drey 66 it's been quite handy as a forward defense swing man Yep, I like um, that. However, the, the rest of the forward line, Link the Stink, uh will Will Snelling. Let's see how they go this week. should be interesting.
2: Did a fall from grace, considering he had the best forward line we up last year.
3: <laughs> Believably good. And uh, Harry Himmelberg with the 59 on your bench. You'll probably take that as an emergency option, but
2: not enough to loop in, I wouldn't have thought. No, you wouldn't loop it. You'd just have that as there as an emergency, which is, fuck, imagine that. starts as an emergency.
3: I, I did have, actually, some... This week, but uh, next ah, week, I'll win.
2: Your beauty. Uh, look, dazed, comfortably. You're
3: just going days, or will he lose again in the last minute?
2: No. Nah. Backing
3: him in. See, he's lost th- what? Uh, three points in the last two weeks, he's lost by? Yep.
2: Nah, backing him
3: right, Backing him days. Um, Here we go. An ill draw between Team Awesome and Manic Monkeys. Zero okay. versus zero.
2: So we'll move on. Uh, no, uh, let's we'll quickly go through the team. Then team awesome Doherty, Gun averaging just under just a touch under a hundred. Backer Hall he's come back and he's been pretty bloody solid, averaging eighty five. Josh Rotham, I've I've really enjoyed his football uh, this season, not just from a fantasy perspective, averaging eighty, but just seems to have a really good kick, makes good decisions, got a massive whack on the head. But now nah, back in in uh, big boy defence there, and then the unicorn rounding it out.
3: Um, big Boy is going to be solo for the next three weeks or four weeks.
2: Yep, Segalar's out. So that's that's a wicked inclusion as far as having it as a defender. Mo- moving into the midfield, Carl Amon, I mean, people mocked him when he did that trade, but, fuck, Amon's been pretty, plenty good in the last three or four games.
3: Ten last week, I believe.
2: Yep. Um, with the last three average of 100, that's pretty tasty. And then, obviously, when Williams comes back, he'd be a keeper option as well. Paul Seedsman just gets the job done. Coming up against the Hawks at UTAS would be interesting to see if he can keep that sort of 88 average up. Big inclusion UDL. warpole has been as – fuck, he's just been flat. He's, there's no better way to put it. That's just disappointing from Warpole. Um, Devin Smith got the DPP, but he can't get him into his forward line. Same with Jack Noons. Reece Stanley, I'm expecting to get dominated in the taps, but we all know that Nick Nat's fat, slow, and lazy, so Reece Stanley should be able to get points around the ground.
3: But it's Reece Stanley. So, uh,
2: yeah, but he just gets marked kicks. He doesn't actually affect a game, he just mm. runs around, fucking tags other ruck and. Going into the forward line, Tom McDonald. I mean, Sam Wiedemann's fit, Ben Brown's fit, they aren't getting Tom McDonald out of that spot. And then th- it's just a key forward bonanza there with Hawkins and Taberna, and then Fantasia. Oh, he's he's a headache.
3: Speaking oh, of the, um, the trade for Lucky Neil, Bailey Williams.
2: Yeah, he's out out for two to four weeks. Out for which, what? Uh No, no shoulder. Right. He's done his shoulder. Did a bit of a dunkly.
1: Um.
2: So yeah, no, the rest of that forward line. Grime Myers is solid, but he's you know averaging his seventy, which is pretty handy as an F five. That'll be pretty good. But looking at the bench, Mark Murphy. Now is he is he going to play a bit of a loop to loop with Mark Murphy? Who's got the earlier game? Mark um, Murphy. Yeah, no. Uh, as the emergency, he's got. He could could loop him in. He's got. He's got a game. Before. Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's a bit of loop action to be had there. Same with Blitzarves. right, we're done with
3: Awesome. Yep. Yeah. All right, so Manic Monkeys. Uh, big win last week against... I don't who it was, but someone. Broken Witch's Hats. This turn this season around, one of the uh, pre-season favourites, finally gets to win the board. Is this the, the win that spurs the run to the finals.
2: I don't
3: think you can keep a good team down for that long. No, so Luke Ryan is a player uh, with a few soldiers back there for Frio. Should see him get some more some more free run fancy type roles where he sort of do himself, the marks, not playing lockdown like he has you know, he's been doing in the past. Darcy byrne Jones, uh, Doctor Darcy byrne Jones, they say. Huh. Well, Tom Stewart's. <laughs> Absolute gun. Ross has been going at A3, which is quite handy for a little wave wire pickup or a draft pickup. And now, Witherton, Alex Witherden, if we know he could fantasy, he's come in for one game, scored called 121. Yeah, uh, I was going named, named again, and I think you should see him of the same.
2: Uh, what do you think he's going to trade?
3: Uh, two first rounders.
2: I would have thought so. He's probably just above CJ. Just. I would
3: take... Widow ever CJ. Don't tell Slip that. Uh, no one's played in the midfield yet. Uh, Tim Kelly, Dom Sheed. Dom Sheed had a blinder last week. Silas loves playing against Collingwood.
2: He just points pace for two minutes.
3: Yeah. Uh, took Miller's an absolute gun. Caleb wrong. seventy-three average as a midfielder only. <sighs> I hate to say uh, it, but as a second-year, second-year Blues. Is this a plateau, or is this just what he well, is? Well,
2: I, I think time on ground was deceptive last season. So he, really, he averaged 66, and we gave it a 1.25 bump to 82. Maybe he is just a 75 averaging mid because he can't handle the minutes on the ground. Maybe it's just it's a Just, just like a
3: second-year player. Just, just, you know, let's not be too carry, let's not get carried away here. Um,
2: no, but look, let's just say, is he going to be... You know, who knows? He's still a a young kid. Hopefully, he can pick it up and maybe North Melbourne will set his season and he'll pump out a big score.
3: Speaking of uh, shit averages, Blake Akers. Yeah,
2: no, that's no good.
3: Uh, Brad Crouch has been – came back firing last week. And then James Cousins. Does he play? I think so. If he plays, he scores. He's, He's a fantasy player. Just can't really fit into the best 22. Sean Darcy. We thought the old Sean Darcy's gone off with another knee last week, but nope, he fought through it and uh, had a nice score. So if he can play against yes. last week and play a whole game, should be very good. Board line Higgins, still side-bottom. I reckon he bounces back on the big stage. Um, Sam Wicks, Dacos, the, the good Dacos, and uh, Mitch Georgiatis, Mr... Uh, what was he? He got the award this week, didn't he? The young player award. Start. Yep.
2: Rude. head on
3: him. Ah, uh, what? Well, I've seen worse. But looking <laughs> good there. Looking at the bench, I think he's got cover for most lines, which is very handy. Uh, should see him in good stead. So, who have we got here? I'm you going Manic. Say Manic Monkey's in front of him. Awesome. So, I don't see why not. He's on a roll.
2: I'm backing him in. He's he's avoiding the spoon now. He's good to go. Yeah, good
3: good to go. All right. Next game.
2: Okay, so we got AJS Hawker. Alex Keith pumped out a 63 this week. Probably about what you'd expect from him. Locker Shoals going at 91. He's been so impressive from the Crows fans' perspective. Um, the rest of that defence is pretty light on, to be honest. Uh, Leagues are... Howard Quainer. Yeah, no, no thanks. it would probably look pretty good in there. Uh, moving into the midfield, Tom Mitchell, five oh, pig at Utah Stadium. Get ready for a 150, but imagine being a guy that can score 150 and be a relevant fantasy team of all time. Brad Parfit got his DPP. That was pretty handy. Golden looks like he's been slowing down a little bit, but I imagine he'll come in for a kill against the Suns. Chris Mayne. Side, um, and then Brayshaw. I, I, I still rate Brayshaw. Only averaging Light. seventy days. Got a lift. He's yeah. got to do more. Okay. And picked up James Ache from the waiver wire when a lot of teams were looking for midfielders. And Ash was floating there as a free agent. I, I expected people to have bids on him, but nobody did. Probably because he's only averaging sixty-six. Tom Power pretty handy as well. Going into the ruck, Scott Lysett, he'll get the job done, but he might struggle against Marshall. Jarman Impey in the forward line has been an absolute revelation. Toby Green tonight, 88. Fuck, he's just – he's exciting to watch. Mm. And then he's got the elite Steve Motlop, who should maintain his spot along with Gibbons. And then he's picked up an uh, interesting waiver wire pickup, Stars. What, what do you think?
3: Um, look, as a young forward ruck, Rye Thorthorpe, What's seen the score in fantasy? Twenty,
2: thirty. Expecting in from Riley Philthorpe playing in at Utah Stadium.
3: Is it going to be cold and wet? Uh, give him a forty. I oh, don't no, ask Jack. Jack knows.
2: I'll ask Jack. Uh, Dylan Stevens has been dumped from the team, so that's no good for him. But he's got he's got a couple of emergencies there with Will Phillips. Uh, and and Schomburg, who should get named, but yeah, no Campbell either. So, a couple of these young fellas have been given the arse, so it would be interesting to see how it goes.
3: I mean, we, he had the lowest score last week again. Dare we say it? Is it back? The bye. The bye oh, back.
2: I think, yeah, I think the buy's is back.
3: The buy's back, you heard it here first. Um, Over to DTA7. I could talk about his players that haven't played tonight or. If I just scroll down to the – if I just skip past the fence and no one's played in the, in the midfield and no one's played in the rucks yet and no one's played in the forward line and just look at the bench, Lockie Ash, 146.
2: Is it a bit disrespectful to have a guy like Ash who's if pick three at a redraft? I mean, I was, I was eyeing this kid off. Is it disrespectful to have 146? Hey, sometimes
3: players just need a, a good coach knows what a player needs. Some coaches need it. Some players need a spray. Some need to be subtly reminded of where they are, and some put them on the bench and just let them blossom because he's already got the James Harms loop going. Uh, just to let Hawker know that straight up, this boy's being looped.
2: Yep, it's uh, get ready for 146.
3: <laughs> oh delicious um, no, Say no more uh, DT87 all the way
2: Yeah DT87 can't lose that game
3: uh, He's got other players too I'm sure are very good but,
2: but They're all going to score more than the players that he's playing against Put it that way
3: yep, 100% uh, Moving on to the next game Well here we go This is this is a bit of a good one uh, Good old Legless versus Ponyfish Islanders So I'm do the home team um, it started off looking at a, at like a one sided game, and we just thought, well, you know what? If Crozier can score something decent and McRae can go McRae spec, this could be something. And it turns out Crozier 79, you'll take that, and McRae 157, so
2: 150, 159. Andy. Handy. Wow. He, he just said, hey, you know what? He said, fuck me. I'm sick of playing in an you absolute put the game. Right up. back
3: on, even, on even teal. Um, you've got good players like Heppel. Heppel is with new defence. Short posed Jordan Dawson to come in the back line. Uh, Jack Graham can go big on his day. McGrath, Phillips, Hunter Clark. Robom's back a big inclusion. Bradley Hill. Does
2: he get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think he might be safe because Hunter Clark's got the flu. It's not COVID. Okay. But he's under an injury cloud as far as the flu, so hopefully hopefully he gets back up.
3: Owen's been good at injuring the other, other other teams. Ruckman and then scoring well. Um and the four line of Ainsworth, Lynch Hunt, Moore and Heron Thomas. A bit lacking a bit there, but I think the midfield should score you more points compensate for that. Uh, bench, you have no bench.
2: Yep, moving on. <laughs> uh, Rory Led best midfield, best midfielder at the Crows. So he just copped a bit of a shoulder pointer, so it wasn't actually shoulder injury, just kind of like hitting the funny bone button the shoulder. Having 104 in defence, comes up against the Hawks, expecting to go well again. Crisp and Maynard versus Essendon. Fuck, that's going to be huge. Uh, Grant Burchill, turns out all he needed was to get to a good team and He'd be happy. Jake Kelly, I really enjoyed Jake Kelly's last couple of games. I looked at him as a waiver wire as well. Um, So I think that's a really handy D5. Going into the midfield, he's got Josh Kelly's DPP. So Kelly's been playing that sort of half-forward link-up role, kind of like Tim Taranto's been playing. So I imagine they both got DPP.
3: Nope.
2: Okay. Uh, Mitch Duncan, probably I reckon in the top six captain options this this round, just missed out of the top five again. But I'm expecting big scores for him against West Coast. Jacob Hopper tonight, he just gets it done. 98, just as hard as a cat's head, that kid. Um, and then Harry Perriman looked good in his first game back from the kissing disease with 84. And then far out, I mean, what's Jack Redden going to score this week? He went massive last week.
3: Yeah, playing at home. So at the Cattery, might be a different story.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm looking for Joel Selwood to be a late withdrawal. Uh fingers crossed and looks like Todd Goldstein's pretty exhausted as well, so probably probably making the late withdrawal because he's just been doing what Todd Goldstein does. You're out, it's Taylor Walker. Does he play? Uh they're saying he's fit uh that it's that he's trained through it. I think he'll play. He might just be a bit of discomfort, but at the end of the day he's still going to kick goals. And the Hawks have let's be honest, the Hawks but their defenders like to chip it around and get a lot of possessions. But as far as actually defending, <laughs> Sam Frost is not the defender you want.
3: Sam Frost. <laughs> I laugh every time he gets the ball. It's hilarious.
2: Do you reckon that's the best trade Melbourne have ever done to like give a competitor one of the worst fullbacks in the country?
3: Back from it, it's still the best trade they've ever done. <laughs> Would you say
2: that he's the new Zach Dawson?
3: Well, is Zach Dawson knew his place? Like just handball to someone better. Yeah, What's that's just right that. And you think, what are you doing?
2: He runs and kicks and butches it. Uh know. the rest of his forward line, Jaden Stevenson averaging eighty-seven, Robbie Gray, Mr. Clutch himself. Chad
3: What's Moore, him him scoring hard than eighty seven this week? Uh
2: yeah, against Fremantle, I expect he'll junk that up. Um Robbie Gray's just been Mr. Consistent. Chad Warner's been bloody good, comes up against Gold Coast this week, but he's he had a down game last week, so be interested to see if he can bounce back and see how the inclusion of a robot and maybe affects his scoring. And then Dane Zorko versus Carlton, just expect him to do what Dane Zorko does and bloody smash out another 80 to 90, averaging 96.
3: Being very handy forward to have at the end of the season when the push comes to shove in the finals.
2: No, oh, he just gets the job done. Um, going into the going into the bench. He's got my boy McRae as an emergency who should play. Daniel Howe should play. So he's covered on all lines. Hmm. Yeah.
3: See who we got here? Pony still? Pony is the favourite at the moment, I think, in the league.
2: Can he, can he lose this?
3: I don't think he can. Because I, say it's I
2: know you don't believe in live ladders, but the live ladder currently has him first. And me with the spoon. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, first, first, 12th, pony. This is all yours, mate. Yeah, thanks. Don't, don't look at the McRae's 159. It doesn't count.
2: Well, I mean, you know, there's still other blokes to play on both teams. So, fingers crossed.
3: All right, looking good. So, pony all the way.
2: Yeah.
3: That's it. We're done, I think. Just have a cracker, buddy. It's good to be All back. Right, let's see how many players get injured the next few games and uh, everyone stay safe on the weekend. the Bucks party, unfortunately, so we'll postpone that one.
2: Yeah, I'll get drunk at home, promise.
3: Yep, that's what I'll be doing. Uh,
2: yeah. Take it easy, guys. Peace out, y'all.
1: Alrighty folks, we are now going to go through all the RFAs and free agents that got picked up since uh, the opening of round 6. First up, Jack, I see Braden Ham get picked up by Ozzy Merka, um, oh sorry, get dropped by Ozzy Merka, and uh, he picked up with his number 1 pick, uh, Joe Danaher. We found this a bit odd, can you tell me why?
0: Uh, Because last week, before the round started, he actually delisted Joe Danaher for Braden Ham, and think that in the end there was about an 80-point difference. So, and then he just jumped straight back on and I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling a Josh Bruce score here. I reckon about a 50 for Joe Danaher today. This is just, he's not going to do very well.
1: So, what do you say about a coach who drops someone who gets one hundred and fifteen, and then um, picks them back up again? Uh, you commonly known in the game as uh, "chasing the score."
0: Yes, very much.
1: So, yeah, um, I don't know what to say about that, Merker. You've, um, yep, yeah, you've screwed that one up. Nearly cost you a win. Luckily, it didn't last week. Otherwise, we're probably all still hearing about it. Um, but uh, yeah. Joe Danaher's back, and you've heard from the Oracle, he's predicted a uh, Bruce-like score and not the good one.
0: Moving on, DT87 delisted Oscar Brownless and picked up Kazai Pickett. What do you reckon of that one, Hawker?
1: Well, um, I think Oscar Brownless was a loop-de-loop option, and now he's got a playing option, and Pickett um, yeah, has been good. He's at, For a small forward, he's actually scoring not too badly at the moment. Whether he can keep that up against on the big stage um, on Saturday Night Footy against the reigning Premiers is a, another matter. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens.
0: Uh, next up, we have Manic Monkeys dropping Matt Kennedy, who's the emergency or medical sub for Archie Perkins.
1: The big Perko. So, yeah, another one that was a surprise drop by merker last week. And... Um, Manic snapped him up, so he looked good in the wet last week. Um, be interesting to see if he how long he stays on a list and whether he's a long term keeper for Manic. Uh,
0: next up, Geelong Vipers delisting Charlie Spargo for Michael Hibbard.
1: Well, I'm really not sure why you use the RFA on Michael Hibbard. He's older than Merker, um, plays his footy just about as well, um, and yeah, you could have got him with the FA, but um, he decided <laughs> to use the RFA, um. And, yeah, again, be interesting to see how he goes on the big stage tonight with uh playing against richmond i'm not sure he'll get the cheap, easy ball he had last week against Hawks Hawks
0: next up stars dropping the x man for peter Wright.
1: poor old xavier he's been in and out of everything um in teams out of teams all year long poor kid'll get be getting whiplashed uh two meter peter um yeah, not a half bad ruck forward, but yeah, a bit meh really. I don't think I think he averages sixty, so um, not something that's high. I'm not quite sure I use RFA on him unless he's trying to hoover up all the um, ruckmen. So slippery couldn't get him.
0: Next up, slippery dropping injured Tom Hickey for the guy who's come in from Callum Sinclair.
1: Well, it was a must-have move. Um, if I had been thinking straight, probably would have snared Sinclair before Slippery and asked to trade for him, but um, I'm not that sort of guy. I wouldn't do that just to slip, you know. Wouldn't want to just steal a player just because. Um, but he had to do it because I think he's his only fit Ruckman at the moment.
0: Next up, AJS Hawker. Oh, this is the free agents now. Delisting Jeremy Finlayson for Sam Reid.
1: Yes, well I I took a bit of a flyer on Jeremy Finlayson, um didn't quite work. Um glad I got rid of him cuz he only scored 47. Um Sam Reid, well as we find out a bit later on, he hasn't stayed in my team all that long um cuz I got the great man in, but we'll get to that shortly.
0: Next up, Slippery has delisted Bailey Scott, who made a whopping 30 last week for Ben Brown. Must be a loop, I'm guessing.
1: I think a loop option and he will be back either this next week, I think. So there's talk about him and uh, I think Wiedemann coming back uh, in the next week or two. So Slip's getting ahead of the curve there and hoping that Ben Brown comes back and scores goals in the year of key forwards. Very Merker-esque forward line. Mm
0: -hmm. Next up, Slippery again. Delisting Jake Stringer for Will Haywood.
1: Well, that talk about chasing scores. Uh, got a ninety-four last week, and I think we might find that he's um, not stayed in the t- he stayed in the team even less time than Sam Reid has for me. So we won't go too much into that.
0: Next up is you again delisting Tyler Brown for James Aish.
1: So picking a docker feels a bit dirty, um, but he scored well last week and. A bit surprised he didn't go earlier because there's a lot of people wanting uh, to move their DPPs out of the midfield and that means they need to replace him with something. So, um, yeah, a bit surprising a guy coming off a 90 wasn't picked up by anyone who needs a midfielder in the midfield.
0: And next up, Slippery dropping Will Haywood the same day that he picked him up for Lincoln McCarthy.
1: I really don't know what that's about. I probably would prefer Will Hayward <laughs> over Lincoln McCarthy myself. Tommy, what do you reckon of that trade? Mm,
0: not bad. Thanks, Tommy. Next up, uh, Aussie, Aussie Merker <laughs> dropping Jake Cole, Judge Nidge for Todd Marshall.
1: So obviously he must need a forward because I don't think Todd's – uh, was Todd named? I can't remember. There's only one change. Did he play last week?
0: No. Uh, yes. Yes.
1: So and that's another key forward for Merker. Um, so, yeah, he's banking on key forwards, just keeping on scoring. Um. Be interesting to see how that strategy works for him. Didn't work when he played Hawker. Just Hawker beat him.
0: Lost to the bye. That's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? Hey. <laughs> Next up, Manic Monkeys, they're listing... Darcy Fogarty for Sam Wiedemann.
1: So, yep, he's the other half of the Ben Brown deal that will be back hopefully next week, according to all reports out of Melbourne. So just trying to jump the jump ahead of the, the game there. Uh,
0: next up, Team Awesome delisting Aaliyah Aliyah for Jared Polak.
1: Uh, you got me. Uh, I'm pretty sure Polak's out dead. Um, Wouldn't surprise me. So let me just see if I can find the injury update list. But um, yeah, it might be a loop option. Who did he? Who did we say?
0: <coughs> uh, Polak. Yeah, Polak. that's in North North
1: Melbourne. Melbourne. Four Pants. to five weeks. So must be a loop. Have to be a loop. Um, and yeah, someone to loop for the next five weeks while he's dying, um, and having his leg reattached, and yeah. And potentially someone who could score half decently, maybe. He does play for North Melbourne. And we all know there's only two good North Melbourne players.
0: Uh, next up, Manic delisting Sam Wiedemann the same day that he picked him up again for James Cousins.
1: Who is likely to be not named for Hawks and be named for Box Hill once again. What hole? It, don't know. Shit hole. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you say about these coaches who you know, don't plan ahead?
0: Uh, just Please. you're you're wasting the, everyone's time, including me. Like I don't I don't want to sit here and go over trades that you pick them up the same day and then get rid of them the same day. Like what's the point? Wasting everyone's time. Anyway, next up, oh right, so trade. We'll
1: do the trades later. So, okay, never mind. Yep. So trade will be back next uh, in a minute. Um. So yeah.
0: Next up, e wait, are we doing them? Are we doing them?
1: No, that's part of the trade.
0: Ah. Okay.
1: So Himmelberg has been dropped by Vipers and um, Will Hayward picked up. So he'd be hoping that he he can outscore Himmelberg's 60 that he got last night. Um, (coughs) It's probably a 50-50 call whether he can do that. But 95 last week, the runs are on the board and Vipers picking up everyone else's trash yet again.
0: Next up, Slippery has... D-listed Ben Brown, who he picked him up yesterday, for Jesse Hogan. I I don't know what's going on there.
1: Hogan the Bogan played last night and did very well, and it will apparently be back next week. So in a head-to-head battle, it looks like Slippery Gypsy prefers Hogan the Bogan over Benny Boy Brown. (laughs) Next up. Speaking of picking up trash, Slippery and Vipers just doing a little bit of a swapsie instead of a trade.
0: Liam Ryan getting delisted for Himmelberg.
1: He used an RFA to pick up Himmelberg. Fair dinkum slip. No one wants him. He was in Vipers team and Vipers didn't want him. <laughs> Why you'd use an RFA on him, I've got no idea. But anyway, I hope that 60 was uh, worth the loop or whatever it is you're doing with him.
0: Next up is you picking or oh, delisting Sam Reed for Raleigh... Hillthorpe, who was named to debut.
1: Yes, the great man from Adelaide. Got to have him back in my team. He sits there at F5 for me. What a bloody legend he'll be.
0: Uh, Stars next up drop, delisting two-meter Peter for Zach Smith, who's coming back soon, I think.
1: Uh, Yeah, Zach Smith will be back shortly. Um, If we go to the official AFL injury list, I think he's only a week or two away. Yeah, two weeks away, so he's getting in early. Um, Smith is closing in on a return, but even when he is available again, will likely need a week or two in the VFL to gain match fitness. Rao has been given a timeline for the first time since going down in the opening round. So at least we have a timeline for the great man, Matt Rao. Oh, we're talking about Zach Smith, sorry. Um, <laughs> I just want to talk about the great man, Matt Ralph. Um Yeah, so that's that one. And last but not least...
0: Uh, DT87 dropping Lockie Jones with his syndrome... How do you say that? For Liam Stocker.
1: So getting in early, he has been named. He's been tearing it up in the VFL. Um, Whether he goes any well or not, we'll have to wait and see. But, um, yeah, has put up some good VFL numbers in the last couple of weeks. So there you go, folks. That is all the... um, All the... RFA and free agent action. And we actually got one trade done this week. Now, we move straight into the trade. And what's happened here for the trade is the Rock Pig, who has not. Oh, has only played one game, I think, this year. He
0: was medical sub.
1: He was medical sub. So I uh, played one game for 27, has been traded to... Uh, Dream Team 87 for his first round pick. So um, I'm not sure what offers Merker had had before now for um, Rocky, but I know there was a Geelong Vipers coach that was very keen on procuring Rocky because he's old and he's injured. So, um, but obviously didn't offer a first rounder, but, um, D T eighty seven going balls to the wall and using his first rounder to pick up the rock pig and he'd be hoping he'd be back shortly. So um, good move by Mooka getting back into the first round, and so D T eighty seven and disposables are the only ones without first rounders at the moment. So that would be all that's happened so far this week. Ooh. Alrighty folks, so we've just gone through everyone who has actually moved teams. Now we'll get on to the whispers that um Pony has sent via um the the Goldfields pipeline back down the back down the hill and um they've hit hit my uh direct messages. So let's have a quick go through all the whispers here. Looks like Merker and Slippery could be doing a deal um, for Oscar Allen and Steve May and Yo. So very interesting there to see what happens. Who do you reckon would be the winner if those sorts of deals went through, Jack? Uh, (laughs)
0: Oh,
1: are you paying attention or what? (laughs) If you got going you got to be on the fucking podcast, mate. Switch on and bloody work out what's going on.
0: Who's getting
1: what? (laughs) Can you, you, Jake? Listen.
0: Slippery wants. Oscar Allen and Stephen May for...
1: Well, I don't know if that's a one-to-one thing, but oh. they're trying to get that deal done.
0: Wow. The Oscar Allen one might be all right.
1: Would you be chasing Ah
0: oh, No, he's just dead. Honestly, he's not even going to play ever again, I don't think. He's just going to be out forever. No, no, I
1: don't think so. Special comments there from Tomo. Um, yeah, so be interesting because Slippery always wants um, the world for his players and hates giving up anything for getting good players in. But uh, we'll see how that works for him. Merck has been offering uh, McPherson to interested parties. I'm not sure who they would be. But um, what do you think of McPherson as a fantasy footballer this year?
0: Uh, he's been averaging pretty well, hasn't he? Like, he's been averaging like 90 or something, somewhere around there. But he had a pretty stinky score on the weekend. Who are we talking about? That guy. Him. Mm. Darcy. What was his last game? His last game was like 50 or something.
1: Uh, So, yeah, 61. So, before that, 102, 88 and 85.
0: But if you look at the opponents he's versing, though, he made that against North Melbourne, Adelaide and Carlton. When he's versed actual good teams, he's made 60, so...
1: There you have it, folks. A bit of fixture analysis there by Jack, who said that he had no brains. What? Big brain. <laughs> oh, big brain, sorry. Radio. <laughs> um, and uh, what else have we got? Dazed and Confused has been uh, talking with a Geelong coach oh, about gosh. Jeremy Cameron. Uh, he's still is he, he's still not named this week, I don't think, is he? So, yes. uh, is he playing this week? No, he's next week, I think. Yeah. So interesting to see if. Um, Viper's gets a deal done um to get one of his boys in. Um he's turning into a little bit of a mannequin of disposables just getting out looking after his boys. Um now there's a few other little bits and pieces. There's been a whole heap of trash listed on the uh on the transaction history, whatever that is. Um uh, disposable put a bucket load of trash out. i put two stars up, but um no one's no one's interested just yet at the prices I'm asking for. So, let me just say, folks, if you want to shift your shiny new DPPs into their lesser positions and you want to backfill them in the midfield, um, it's going to cost. Yes. You know, there's nothing on the uh, waivers anymore that's worth getting. So, um, if you want someone, you to have to pay for them, or you leave your shiny new DPPs in the midfield. Up to you. Anyway, we'll see what's going on. Um. Apparently, um, my good friend Disposables has been offering um, a lot of players. Um, I think the general consensus back from the community is that they're lowball offers. Um, I know I got one. Um, so, yeah, it's Disposables, you've got to give something to get something, bud. You know, get your get head in the game.
0: Not free. What's that? Not free.
1: That's right, mate. It's not free. That's it. So, and then there's a very late entry into the, uh, into the, um, into the whispers and um, an Allenbrook-based coach
0: chasing,
1: pet- chasing Petrarca and offering two players, which sounds like an awesome deal for the Petrarca owner, but depending on the coach and depending on the two players, it could be really shit. But, um, yeah, it's interesting to see if that gets any legs next week. Uh, what other things have happened? Not a great deal. Um, yeah, i will getting some low ball offers. Um, yeah, Matt Rowe, i got one really low ball offer, so I removed that. Um, yep, so there you go. That's about it for the Whispers, I think, this week. Jack, thanks for your time. Tommy, thanks for your special comments.
0: You're welcome. I'll give a bit more than Tomo. Thanks for having me, guys. I'll be back bigger and better whenever you guys need me. Signing out. Jack Sutton, out of here.